John Holiday, and you're listening to Black Audacity, the podcast for female futures. <laughs> Explain what that is. Um, the future of the rapper is toxic as hell. There's women. It that is female are, versions. There's female versions that are can women ten be, times worse. Can women be fuck boys? They can be fuck girls. Okay. Oh, I thought. I thought you gonna introduce boy. yourself? Did you? I said John Did you? I did. Um, I thought fuck boy was a gender neutral term, as like bitch. God damn, and we're nigga. 27 seconds into the episode. And I said, bitch, thank nigga, you for fuck boy. Thank you for uh. deciding to listen. <laughs> if you still, to, if you still are, <laughs> if you're still in this after the first 40 goddamn seconds, <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in once again. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways, that Maker's Mark. That's that Mark talking. Literally, bad. he had three sips of Maker's Mark. He but I ain't been drinking though. He ain't even got into it. So, anyways, we're back for another episode. If you couldn't tell by our um, random ass introduction, we will be talking about toxicity today. Um, but before we get into that, we want to get into the toxicity of professional college, and college, co- sport, college uh, collegiate. sport, collegiate sports. Uh, toxic motherfuckers, man. My man Dion went out there recruited. Some talent, and I'm just let's go into the backstory of it. Like, what's what's funny is so Deion Sanders is the head coach of uh, Jackson State at HBCU. Um, he went out and got a the number one recruit in the country to commit, and this is for some reason upsetting people. But what's what's funny historically, all the way up until like the late 60s, 70s, around segregation, HBCUs always had the best players. Well, you know, because they was black. Feel how you feel about that. But, um, no. So, HBCUs used to win all the bowls, all the bowl games. They always had the best records. But then, after segregation, other schools, more predominantly white schools, were able to, you know, offer more. Because, you know, they had more capital. More lucrative. They would be on TV more. Because that's really what it is. Whoever's on TV more, it gets the most money. So, that's all it is. Um, So, people are upset about it. But I'm kind of like... Cause now they're calling it tampering, manipulating, but they do that shit to these kids all the time, and they are kids. So the biggest thing I took away from it is, so the number one recruit happened to be a cornerback and um, defensive player, a DB, defensive back is what they call him if you're not familiar with sports, and got recruited by the best defensive back who, who ever played the game. Deion Sanders, prime time, the, the legitimate definition of the first shutdown corner. People say shutdown corner all the time. Deion Sanders was the first shutdown corner, meaning when he was on the field, nobody passed to that side of the field when he was when he was there. That's basically what happened. Deion used to have to bait people. He would have to play 10 yards off him just to get him to throw the ball, and he'll still make a play on it. He'll still pick it. But anyway... I'm like, it makes sense for the best recruit who's a cornerback to go play for the head coach that's the best cornerback in the world. He's looking at his future. But when you talk about the toxicity of it, I don't see why people are so upset about this child. I'm going to say child because he's a young man. His future. I honestly believe he made the best decision for his athletic future. But, again, people want to be toxic about it i like how you rolled that all the way into back into future uh, <laughs> i didn't even know there we go so yeah i, I uh, we were talking about this before we started yeah. the mics i don't know all the logistics of it and the reason why i said that is because i know about football but i don't know about football mm-hmm. i did hear about this i do know history and you know segregation ruined a lot of things mm-hmm. but it opened up a few things too and now the hbcus and i before we go any further, I just want to salute 
Deion Sanders. Yeah. Without a doubt. Because he's taking the spotlight away from these Ivy League, these, uh, what do they call them? Four, whatever. I don't know. See, again, I don't know the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. Um, of these schools that get all this national attention and everything mm-hmm. and said, no, we're going to go ahead and just swivel it over to this side and putting more um, spotlights on HBCUs because I've mentioned this before. I wish I would have went to yeah, HBCU. I said that too. That's I one of my biggest regrets. wanted to go to Hampton University more than anything. I remember hearing about it on a different world because they were Hillman's arch nemesis on a different world. It's the same thing, especially, you know, coming down south because we do have the majority in the south mm-hmm. as far as population goes. That's really where the majority of black people are that's why when we go down there as californians we're in the culture shock so mm-hmm. to take that and get it back what the hell is that we'll take i heard that. it too okay. okay keep going take that and get it back and take back what's rightfully ours mm-hmm. and you know if you're black you dominate sports you dominate entertainment you don't always have to that can't be the stereotype but mm-hmm. it's a given fact <laughs> but to, to me it's 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 not as big as it's not that big of a deal how they're making it because now they're like, oh, so now, so what? So now all the black yeah. players are going to go play for black schools? That's what you're mad about? Like, come like, on. Yes, yeah, Even if that is what it is, then. What are you worried about? So it the for? fuck what? You can't. Y'all don't you, care shit about niggas. You I'm can't. Sorry. I was going to say, you can't. <laughs> again, five minutes and you can't pick and choose what side of integration you want to be on. And that's what a lot of people want. You want the affirmative action to benefit you. But when it actually benefits black people and the continuing of our history and nah, legacy, nah, it's a problem. Yeah, nah, oh, well. Handouts. And then now that we're six minutes in, and the great words of me, it goes like a dick. Like, well, who cares? Like, it's not that big of a deal. I hope HBCUs and their players get the money and everything else that they deserve. I don't give a fuck if it's football, basketball, tennis, or volleyball. Um, even if it's not, like, it doesn't have to be sports related. I'm just happy that uh, HBCUs are, are, um, Re-entering the cultural zeitgeist and re-entering the conver- reintroducing with, the conversation. With us, with us. Yes, because we, our generation, it was an aberration to talk about an HBCU. You was quote unquote woke. You knew HBCUs, but you only wanted to go there if you wanted to be some civil rights leader. Was nobody right? Nobody was, and to be honest, nobody was willingly one to go to the south. That's mm, really what that's it was. True. People want to that's go to the true. East Coast. That's why people want to come. And, I, to, and I'm not mad. If you want you had, to go to Stanford. You take had, your black ass to Stanford. You had higher uh, movies like Higher Learning, where mm-hmm. they were at. You know which what is they very qu- underrated. Yes, which we will put we back up in that. February. That's um, very underrated. UCLA's and everything like that. So I mean, that was there. But times change. Fuck it. You just have to accept it what it is. We're taking back our shit. And I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see these NBA players. Because the NBA, they they really on their shit these last two years. They really, all the players are just like, we, we don't give a fuck. Um, they're wearing the HBCU gear. I hope it comes back in the style. Because that's how a lot of us were introduced to it. Because we don't have HBCUs watching, out here. Watching Martin living single. Martin living single. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like yeah, everywhere yeah. you saw. And again, a different world. Different like, world, which, yeah. you know. And then we have... The newer generation has shows like Grownish, but again, they're still in California. It's not the same culture. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You learn something out there. Uh, Farnsworth Bentley said that the best. That that was one of the greatest things um, that he accomplished was, was it going to uh, HBCU. HBCU. Yeah, that's whatever happened to him. Diddy. 
damn. No, Mimi had the show. He had that show on how yeah. to be a gentleman. Yeah. And he was a big, uh, he sat down and ate with Bill Cosby. I was going to say, I think he just been getting money and staying quiet. Because he had way many to connect and just Lord. not still be getting money. I think that's what he doing. He That is the goal. To get money and stay quiet? That's oh, all I want in you life. You ain't lying. I don't need the fame. Just give me the money and let me go be weird and quiet <laughs> and a Gucci blanket. Like... In a Gucci blanket. Do they make those? They would. A crochet Gucci blanket? Your mama can crochet one. She probably could. She's a creative little bandit. Um, But anyways. Bandit. (laughs) Were you expecting me to say something? This is my mama. I know, but you toxic. I am toxic. So let's bring it in. So our conversation for today was supposed to be primarily about toxicity um, but we have to talk about some black shit but of course ahead. because it's still black audacity um we're talking about toxic and the overuse of it everything ain't toxic everything's not toxic and everybody's not toxic and it's not always toxic behavior um sometimes it's toxic understanding mm. because you're you're failing to acknowledge certain aspects about yourself or others and you're just a selfish person um, is that in selfish stuff? Before you get into what's not toxic, uh-huh. what's toxic? Like, because this toxicity, this, this, <laughs> friend, see, this friendship is toxic. It. You're overusing it. Mm, do I, do you, should I should I discuss the threats? How is this toxic? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, no, because I agree with you. Because to- toxicity, like you said, gets overused so damn much and it's kind of like with anything else where you cry wolf about when you're really presented with it you it kind of takes away from it to where you're like oh everybody's toxic da, 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 da. so you end up in a real fucked up friendship relationship let's just say relationship because that can mean family friend uh, right, uh lover so when you're in it you're like oh well everybody's in the toxic no everybody just says that if you text me and i don't text back in 30 seconds that's not me being toxic you know, and people, no, because people will say everything is toxic. Like you said, everything is, everything is, he did that, he did that, she did this, she did that. So when it's actually presented, we don't know how to fully understand it and we don't want to really get into it. And it's it's one of them things where it's kind of like, um, because we, uh, we have brought this up before. Kind of like how everything just can't be racist. You can't just call everything racist because when racist shit really happens, now it sounds like you're crying wolf. So as far as um, toxicity goes, especially like in uh, friend friendships, you want to talk about it? I wrote some notes down, but you <laughs> you know you know a lot more about it than I do. Do I? Um, Probably because I ignore shit. Yeah. If that could be whatever. Because if it's just some shit that's presented to me that I think... Is not gonna bear to me. I'm the king of motherfucking. You know what? Not my monkey, not my circus. I will remove myself from any situation that I feel I don't need to be in. Oh, um, that that's the same with me. I, but that was a that's a learned trait that comes from having to observe some shit, having to go through some shit. Um, we kind of I think we kind of reached on this on um. Breaking up to grow up is that the name of that episode? I don't remember, but yeah, sounds, sounds, sounds about legit. Right. Somebody, yeah. somebody correct us if we're wrong. wrong. Ah, wrong. God damn it! That scatterbrain is scattering my brain. But that's that screwball in that coffee. That's, I'm, I'm telling your business. It's scatterbrain. That's the name of the brand. Oh, it's called scatterbrain. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Toxic. Anyway, 
<laughs> no, but with with friendships, with relationships, there's a certain amount of behavior that is accepted mm-hmm. from all parties. That's why you're friends. That's mm-hmm. why you're in a relationship to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. It's when it becomes a constant. This is my personal experience, but I think I'm right on the money with this. When it becomes a constant thing of pull and push, mm. and it's not a constant thing of give and take, because mm. there's a difference with oh, that. Oh, I'm going to make a point about that. Good. Yeah, but when you're pushing and pulling, that means you're going against the opposite force. When you're giving and taking, that means you're helping one another. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So if you are going to continue with the push and pull, that means you're pushing people away and you're pulling a lot of negative shit into it that means there's no change there's no growth there's no nothing else it's just a constant um i'm looking for the scientific word for it like a spiral or something like spiral (laughs) yes i know (laughs) well because you looked at me like (laughs) i don't know i didn't need the hair up anyways toxic but the but with friend with friendships i know that some shit can be toxic if you constantly see yourself uh, in competition with somebody Mm. and i'm not talking about you think that they're competing with you but if you see yourself in constant competition with somebody when you always have to one up a person and that's where it starts like with yourself yeah but if you have to look that's how you really identify toxic behavior a lot of people aren't mature enough Mm. are willing enough to accept their toxic traits that's another that's another thing I think but, it, oh i'm sorry so i was gonna say ignorant play, ignorance plays some part in it because you don't know what you don't know right if you don't know but you have to be able to see this if you keep having the same situation with each friendship that you have that's something <laughs> that's what's the what's the common denominator that's yeah. you so you gotta take that into consideration what friendships i think is hard too because i think friendships are more fucking uh tumultuous they're fucking exhausting yeah because you can't fuck to get rid of the anger (laughs) that's really what it comes so you actually have to deal with it you You actually have to talk about it i i have been saying this be mad at your friends i have been saying this for a decade that the reason why friendships and family ships be like, oh, you keep going back to that nigga, but you didn't talk to your sister in three or four years. Because you can fuck that nigga. I can fuck that nigga <laughs> and get that aggression out. And it's like, okay, we're good. We're good. But, okay. but you can't, you know. So this is something I wrote down, friends in disguise. Ooh. This is something to a toxicity. That has to, I believe that has a lot to do with competition as well, and that's a toxic trait. So uh, it, you touched on a myriad of things that I'm going to try to uh, rebuttal or pick up. Uh, ping pong piggyback with you um so this is uh some 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 things i took note of as far as some four four toxic traits and this is just uh one discipline of thinking this has nothing to do with psychology or therapy there's just some shit uh it actually ties a lot in with buddhism so this is this is just exactly this is just some 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 shit so yeah don't be like this ain't psychologies. But anyway, so for the trace will be a, a taker, like you said. So a, a taker is somebody, we all have a friend like that. They don't, never got shit to offer. You know, w- w- it's one thing I said about broke people. One thing broke people always got is a plan. Broke people come up with the best shit to do. Oh, we gonna go here, we gonna go here, we gonna do this. A broke motherfucker always got a plan. 
and for the best party. But anyway, they just take. They never give. Then you got a talker. We, uh, that's that silver tongue motherfucker. But they just say shit. Oh, men and women do this shit. And I may have been guilty of it. But women do that shit. Men do that shit. It happens in friendships as well as relationships. But and then you got uh, uh, the flatterer. So this is flattery. Somebody just says shit to you, butters you up to get shit out of you. You know what I mean? But and, and, but they won't tell you the truth when you fucking up, though. That's what I mean about flattery. And as it comes into that uh, toxic positivity. Exactly. Which is also a thing, too. Because being toxic doesn't always mean that you're just being negative. Negative. And you're always, you know, saying something that's mean or, uh, you know, whatever. Like the fourth one, reckless companion. So this is toxic and we all had this friend and we probably all been this friend, but I think this is more a synonymous in your youth, but somebody reckless companion always want to be in some shit and don't, and or won't allow you to grow out of it, you know, cause that's certain, and then want to call you fake when you want to grow out of it. So you can't do the same shit you did 10 years ago. You know what I mean? And if you choose to do that, that's fine. But then you got to let other other people grow. So me, what when I feel something that's toxic, when a conversation with this person or hanging out with this person makes me anxious and gives me anxiety, that means we have a toxic relationship. Because that means you bringing something to the table that's not gelling well with me. I don't know your temperature and I don't know whether to wear a sweater or a cutoff. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I feel the same way about romantic relationships and that because a lot of times people be like oh that's butterflies no nigga that's anxiety <laughs> like you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta sit back and be like you know because you know especially in the first few months you'd be like oh it's great it's cute it's adorable it's i love it it's mm. the best part about ever like talking to a person that last day to last forever that would really that would that would be nice that would really be the good but you know right? what that would my be crazy room. ass i would get You're irritated because you're toxic. Wow. How you irritated with happiness? This doesn't mean it's always going to be happy. Then that excitement turns into anxiety. Uh, <laughs> it all depends on where the excitement is stemming from. Is oh, the excitement I got you. In, I you got get what you. I'm saying? Like, if you're not, if you, if you're excited because of, I, I think sometimes the, because uh, uh, the mystery, I, I read some, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, the unknown is the territory of lovers. You're right. So that mystery of it, like, that, that first from normal people that first three months of the where you have that little bit of mystery like oh i don't yeah. you know past you the you past the favorite color bullshit but yeah. you know it's just stuff like that that you're because you're learning about this person who you want to incorporate into your life mm-hmm. so it makes sense mm-hmm. but after a while you it's always nice to have a little bit of excitement in a relationship mm-hmm positive excitement because mm-hmm. we all know that we'll get into that in the next step but eventually you want to find comfort and that goes with any relationship that you have whether it be romantic that whether it go yeah. whether because oh, this is gonna uh, <laughs> giving up giving up too much personal that's what we do that's what we do <sighs> I, I talked about my arrest of my jail shit go ahead i mean okay this is who cares about jail this is more personal it's like feelings <laughs> you right i'd rather go to jail and fall in love shit i would um jump off the highest building i would just hit me with the car um love's a motherfucker that shit man. is painful i can love's do a week a in jail i can't do a, a year in love that shit I've is been rough broken one good time in life I maybe twice 
Currently, and I'll never be the same. I'm currently going through it. And, and I'll never the be shit the in same. your thirties is not is is not it. Um But continue. I can't say I'm currently going through mine. Um <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> I am. I, that was a toxic ass statement. I'm not going through shit. Um <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. I hate when you do that. Uh you were gonna say something about giving up too much, uh cause because of thank you for comfort this is a damn shame for the comfort purposes of it i always my main goal in a romantic relationship and a lot of times even with friendships Mm -hmm. is that when you're with me i want to feel like home oh because home is a sometimes a person not a place i just said that home can be a person and you just oh go 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 oh yes yes so you're so excited i'm saying because you talk about my shit it's mark yeah but no it's it's a lot to do with that i want you i want to be home for you in that sense and in reverse i want you to be home for me that's why I pick people that I pick to be in my life. If I'm, this is for friendships too. If I'm still rocking with you at this age, oh you. After the last five years of the shit that I've gone through, I'll be 35 next October. After the last five years of shit that I've been going through, if I'm still rocking with you, I consider you home. That's what's up. Even if you don't hear from me every day, if you even if you don't hear from me every week, because I feel like that could be toxic too. Because I feel like constant, that constant communication, constant communication causes toxicity because yeah. it creates an unfair expectation. If that's not what it was built on, now mm. if you were built on this goes for, again all relationships. Listen, I'll give me and my mom an example and my dad when he was alive too. I talked to them. All the time, all day, through text message. If I didn't talk to them, that means we were beefing. <laughs> Which but, that's, but that's what, what it was. But that like. was the expectation. I never had a hesitation that I'm going to text my dad. I'm going to FaceTime him while I'm supposed to be working. Like, that was that was I a thing. You. And that's, my, that's... But there's people who don't do that with their parents. And so they... If they create or they're trying to get that, if it, that's not where, where you guys were at... And you're expecting that from them. That's not them being toxic. That's them being them. I think that happens in friendships and relationships to where like, so if somebody meets me or talks to me, I'm like, listen, I don't really like talking on the phone. But like, don't call me. Please don't a, call me. But they were like, we've been talking every day for a week. That must mean he really likes talking to me. Oh, he'll, he'll talk to me like, no, you just been calling me every day. And but I've been being nice. Yeah, it's going to be a point is- where I don't want to talk to you. So now... If I'm ignoring you, now here comes this toxicity. Oh, you didn't talk to me today. I told you I don't like talking on the phone. You and just and again, it's a but that's another thing about being d- determining toxic behavior. If somebody tells you, my Angelo, to the T, when someone you. shows you who they are, believe, believe them. Me. When someone tells you something about themselves, it ain't to be cute. And they're, they <laughs> they say it, and their actions back it up. Because a lot of be people cute. say a lot of shit. And their actions, don't, they actions don't back it up. Because, no, I get it from a woman. Like, a guy be like, oh, because dudes want to be tough, mysterious. And I say all the time, listen, I'm not trying to be coy. I don't, I really like, don't like talking on I the phone. I don't like talking on the phone. You might not get a good morning. You might not get a good next good night text every day. That's just not me. I'm not going to really talk about my feelings and shit. But I, if that's not what you want, then cool. But then what do women want to do? This is 
toxic this is a toxic what do we oh he just needs someone to th- 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 listen baby i love myself more than you ever could like understand that is that toxic no that was just funny okay no because i just i just looked over at you because of your face no because seriously and i know people say this and it's hokey but you really got to be your own best friend you know what i'm saying yeah because really at the end of the motherfucking day i don't care i have a lot of friends i i have a very specific crew of people that i know love me and i'm fond of them um but at the end of the day i know it's just me and sin because mm. motherfuckers can come and go I like got, night and day i got john jay jimmy <laughs> we party not this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> i got disciples <laughs> you got 12 of them well no and but that's true though you got sin you got boosie you got whoever the fuck i need to be at the time because your character traits you know that is who i am and that's who i'm comfortable with being with but a lot of people and we say this over and over and over again we're gonna say it on another eight episodes they don't know how to be by themselves and that is a toxic trait i've always been very specific if you can't sleep by yourself Mm. Because that will lead you into toxic behavior. Because you can't be alone. Because you don't know how to be alone. I can understand yeah. if you're like a kid. But psychologically. What did I say the other day? A lot of people did not self-soothe as babies. babies. And it shows. And it shows. Like, I, the, the idea, I, you know, I'm, I'm a cuddler. I'm literally built mm-hmm. for cuddling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a hugger. As we know, I'm a hugger. I'm one Get of the, the hell off. <laughs> son of a bitch. So, <laughs> so um, I'm one of those people. But honestly, please do not get it. I will stay up. I will stay up. I cannot fall asleep with another person on the other side of me. I hate that feeling. And I was again mentioned all the time. I was married, slept <laughs> the same bed. It keeps me up. I'm a wild sleeper. I like to, but I'm a self soother. I'm also basically an only child. Mm-hmm. Those type of things. You have to respect that. I get it's, that. It's just what it is. I don't. I don't need another person right there. As my, I don't even like people walking behind me. Remember, like if you walk behind me, I will stop. <laughs> Wait for you to go around. Do not walk behind me. I don't have my backs to but doors. That's you though. That's yeah, me. But see, that's me too with the back thing. I don't like back to the window, back to the, the door. door. I need I to like see. to look at the exit. I need I to see everything that's going on. I don't. Cause but that's, me, that's 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 negatory. That me, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with me and being physical, I, I do. I'm not against physical touch because I understand how people communicate. I just need to understand why. So sometimes people touch me and I'm like, why are you touching me? Oh, I just want to do That's fine. But but to me, what did I tell you? Can information be a love language? Because mm-hmm. I just need information. Oh, I'm touching you because I wanted to touch you. Okay, that's Lord, fine. Please don't pull up behind this boy and try to pick nothing out of his hair. Because Cause boy- what are you touching me for? Explain it to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, we all... Side, Add information side, to a love language. Side note. Because information but is my love language. You talk, got to tell me. He had been talking to Jack. <laughs> and Jack don't tell him shit. Jack don't talk back, motherfucker. And that's why. He uh, tripped out. Because I'm like, what are you picking in my hair? Just tell me I got something in my hair. and I You can't it see it. What difference does it make? Niggas mirrors. Toxic ass nigga. Cause she, toxic? Yeah, because you, you got issues. I do got issues. And you don't, you admit to them sometimes be like, but nah. But that's a, I don't, okay. that's a different episode. I'm not I doing it. I'm going to say this. I'm no, no, it. I'm not, not about myself. I do believe every, every person is, 
every person everybody's has toxic, toxic traits. And everybody's toxic to somebody. You just got to explain. You have to explain this to another person. Uh, 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 you gonna be my nuclear waste baby? That's basically what you got to say. Cause somebody, cause somebody may I may irritate somebody's soul, mm. and the next person be like. Oh, this motherfucker! Per- as far as mm. dating goes, you know, I'm Friendship, I'm in a little uh, uh you know, I, I date, I'm, I'm dating now, but it's cool because you stay in your lane, and I still mm. don't talk about this, but with the um about it, the toxicity of it is you and that person, friendship, sibling, a uh, uh, family member, a lover, you two have to understand. Each other and what the fuck oh, you, you got, doing? What I say, people don't want to be, people don't want to see you happy, and people don't, people don't want to be happy for themselves, and they want the world to burn because yeah. they not happy, don't know how to be happy, so they don't want you or nobody else to be happy. We see that so much, and we it's because of social media. Mm. There's relationships that. I'm gonna uh, bring up Lackawanna Blues like I did in last episode. Hey, bring it up every well, fucking time. I fucking so much um but lackawanna blues because they asked nanny nanny why are you with that young boy you know we got to understand the Makes only me mean she said we got to understand the only me and him need to understand and that's and, all the fuck you need because other with I, Bill. what did i say external stimuli will fuck shit up and, and and but people think you're being quote-unquote sneaky and what do i and i say this a lot some some shit ain't nobody motherfucking bitch if somebody asked me shit who the fuck are you? Oh, you didn't tell me this. Who the fuck are you? That's not me being mean or nothing. I haven't been. I have been in a relationship for months and didn't nobody and know. And nobody about know. It. And how because good was it? It was. And it was great because nobody needed to know. Nobody needed to know. I, but again, you know why? Because I put. I test the waters on shit. I, this is oh, this true. is off of our topic, but this is on our topic. I test the waters on shit. I know who what to tell the what people. I know what people are leaves. I know what people are branches. I know what people are roots. Which people are fit into those categories. And what ends up fucking happening is I just test the water. I get about a little sprinkle. It might not even be true. This is and my, then shit come back. <laughs> I what? Do you tell lies to see who? Yeah, you, I sure in the fuck do. Okay, I do it. You toxic. I do it yearly just because I need to see do I need to refresh my circle that's all it is that makes sense no that's, that makes sense and the reason why the fucked up reason why this is strictly I know this may sound misogynistic or whatever the fuck you want to call it but history repeats itself on this one the reason why is because I hang out with girls you, you how often do I say you have too, way too many female you have friends? way too many female friends but and but still the messiest bitch I know is a dude but still that's everybody says that's it. a different talk because they do y'all talk too much like we'll but see I don't that's we're not but funny. we're not talking about you you're not a messy bitch <laughs> you're a bad bitch motherfucker. <laughs> you knew it was coming you set yourself up you should sit there and drink your drink so no I do that because I hang out with a lot of recently in the last few years i hang around a lot of females i keep making new friends but you have an intuition you have mm-hmm. a vibe mm-hmm. on a lot of shit and you you can pinpoint and be like you know what i don't know about you mm-hmm. but i'm gonna test the i'm gonna throw the thermometer out there and see how hot that water see, is i know the temperature if i don't know about somebody i see i don't necessarily tell lies but I don't. I I won't correct. It's not gonna be a, a bold face. Well, I, it's gonna be what some I truth do, in it. I won't correct. I won't correct people. 
But then I'm told that that's sneaky. Look, if you, if I already told you this and then you chose to believe another truth, I, who, why do I have to correct you? Because I already told you what the fuck it was. <laughs> I already told you this and I already told you that. If you, if, if, if you ask me what time I got off work and I said three o'clock, right? But then some are like, oh no, he got off work at this time. And now you're like, Oh, they said they did. I already told you I got to fucking three. That's you got too many bitches. But it's there. like, I'm not finna correct you. Believe what the fuck you want to believe. Because I already told you what the fuck you needed to know. Or I already told you. I answered your question. I feel like this is this episode has become more personal for personal. The, both the, uh, well, of us. Are, look, it's look, supposed to be. Listen, shit. Listen, you and Mark gonna calm the fuck down. <laughs> okay. I'm finna Let's go back. Show, well, you some, well, we, we'll, show you some true toxicity. But no, I just think that a lot of people have to take inventory to what's around them and what's around them could be toxic behavior if it's not benefiting you in any type of way if it's causing you continuous stress so you're one of those people if it does it because i personally believe every friendship relationship i have has to quote unquote benefit me you may oh okay let me see. okay yeah i was gonna say maybe i just think you're funny so maybe that could be that's a benefit me. okay I that's bringing some type of joy into my life but if you're constantly draining me for okay. whatever reason if okay. it's always something that's gonna take out of me but this is a taker you're, taker, con- yes. you're constantly taking but there's nothing to be received what am I? What am I benefiting do you, from? Do you feel you play? Because I actually feel this, and it's so funny because I never had any. Kind oh, of type I, of, let me before oh, I forget. Because a lot of things, a lot of shit about those takers is they think that their presence is enough. For some people, that is. Walk through the. Ooh, I'm sorry. Now we really gonna get personal. What the fuck? I'm just supposed to look at you. What I say all the time? Cause you cute. I'm just supposed to look at your ass like fuck it. I'm cute too. What the fuck? I say that all the time. I never forget this this girl I was dating. Mm-hmm. Gonna say she gonna text me. Did I eat dinner? Like yeah, I ate. Like oh, cause I was gonna let you take. You was gonna let me take you out. I Who the fuck? <laughs> all right, then I had to look in the mirror like Jay. Listen, you slipping in your pimping, dog. Like you slacking in your macking, and nigga, get back on your pivot. What the hell? I'm gonna let you take. Who the fuck are you? You gonna, you gonna nobody let me do a motherfucking thing. You know what I'm, saying? I'm gonna ask for uh, forgiveness for ask for permission, and and I'm not saying that to sound any type of way, but it's kind of like I'm like yo, I get it, I get it. If um we if we got this long relationship, like if I'm married, you're my wife. Yes, being around you is gonna brighten up my day. But if I know you for two, three weeks, yeah, it's cool. If your presence is not bringing me nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that, what I mean. So, it, it will be known if I tell you, listen, I love being cer- around you. Because there's certain... I will tell you. Exactly. There's certain people where their presence is just enough. But I if was, you got to I tell gonna, me... I was about to... Yeah, I'm glad you interrupted me. Switch. So, yeah. You're about to tell too, too I'm much. I'm about to tell too much business. But, but sometimes... <laughs> no more drinking. Um, But sometimes... The, person's presence is enough and that's when you're able to tell that person you're that tell, then but, you'll know. but you'll motherfucker know. if I ain't never told you that you're yeah, not yeah, doing me know. no favors and I feel like that happens a lot in my life with different relationships but specifically family mm. your presence being here ain't doing me nothing well we blood okay again I have to remind people I got one brother one mama one daddy like those are that's my it. people yeah yeah I feel and, you at the end of the day, those are my people. Like, that's who I'm attached to. I'm a little iffy on the brother. But everybody else. I love you if you're listening. But everybody else, you know. And I'm 
you know, I'm close as hell with my co- three mm-hmm. cousins <laughs> out of 28 first cousin. I got three cousins I would drive a high speed chase for. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, those three are my people. That's actually you, a very specific insight. Because uh, yeah. I, 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 it's like me listening because I don't, I don't share that. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's cool. Because me different with family, like it's different. Uh, I, People don't get away with shit just because they family. Yeah. It's just with a little more close knit. That's yeah. And I, I once upon a time I was, Mm -hmm. or I wanted to be. Let me rephrase that. I wanted to be, but that's changed because a lot of because it was toxic relationships. I were you naive? Yeah. Because I think my naivety kept me attached to people longer than what I should. That has a lot to do with a lot of friendships that I kept for way too fucking long. Was the being naive? Naive and then Mm -hmm. feeling. Uh, let's get into some personal shit. For a long time, I did not have a license to drive legally. Um, I didn't mind driving dirty, but I didn't have a license to drive legally. When that happened, I had friends and like a boyfriend at the time who pretty much drove me everywhere. And once I was able to drive, once I was able to have money and all that type of stuff, it was like I kept feeling in like I owed them something, even though I gave them gas, but you know, whatever at the time, but I kept feeling like I had to give them something in return for this. So that meant them calling me all times a day and night. That means them disturbing me. That means that they were demanding things from me that, you know, and I was like, okay, well, I have to remember how they helped me in the past. And then 30 happened. And it was like, I don't owe you a goddamn thing. That's what, and that's what happens. And you get that, and that happened a lot with family. Oh, they did this and this for me because of, you know, whatever. Okay, that doesn't mean they can call you out your name. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean, or, hey, in some situations, this is not my particular story, but I do know particular stories. If um, just because they brought you into the world <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean you owe them anything in return. Again, I was blessed in that, in that perspective that I don't have to worry about that with my immediate. Now, these outside niggas, yeah. <laughs> but in my immediate, that's never been a situation. I don't... I gave I gave back because I wanted to. That, that tip for Tasha can be a real thing, which is... And you can attest to this. I'm hesitant with favors and accepting gifts. I'm hesitant with that because in my life... It's a, I always listen. Don't worry about me because people will be people will do something for you and and use it as like a leash, like they own you. It be like, and then I'm ungrateful. And it's like, listen, don't worry. I don't want nothing. Just if I call you and talk to you, that's all I need from you. If we hanging out, that's all I need from you, or not even need like that's What? Well, go ahead. I was Cause gonna say, I'm, say no, because I'm laughing. You got some I do have something to add. Again, I'm always quoting my dad because he was a very quotable nigga. He that? always used to say, I told John this a couple of weeks ago. You always pay niggas you back. Always pay niggas back. <laughs> you yeah. always pay niggas back. Listen. I don't care what it is. And I, I don't and, care and, who and, it and, is. And, and, you and, always pay a nigga back. Because, you know, like with me, and you know, people really don't know my legal name. And I say, this funky ass dollar. She gonna hand me a dollar I let her borrow. Just as she said that. Take that dollar. But anyway, no, I tell people, if I don't owe you no money, you don't need to know shit. Do I owe you money? Yes. Not you. <laughs> but, no, I don't owe you no money. But I'm saying, 
It's like, no, if I owe you money, please. Uh, 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 Trust uh, me, I'm I'm more aggressive than... Go to the podcast page and say, this nigga owe me money. Look, I don't owe nobody that ain't a, 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 a entity shit. And look, I ain't paying them. <laughs> Let's go. Like, no, but, but no, I'm not saying, again, and I'm not saying all this to sound a certain type of way, but it's... it's it's real shit because people use these as, as tethers and and it's manipulative and, and this that's, is, that's the, the toxicity. Main, that's, that's one of the main tenets, tenets and components of toxicity. And it's something else I wrote down. You can't set yourself on fire trying to keep other motherfuckers warm. You know what I mean? So at, at some point, at some point you gotta be look, God, look. I can't. I know you looked out for me. I know you're not going to touch. Uh, but no, you gotta be look. I know I did a lot for you. You have done a lot for me, and 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 I say this too, and I'm gonna reiterate it. Even though I probably said it on many podcasts, even with women I dated, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've never really just sat there and badmouth any ex girlfriend I have because at that time we were we were straight. At That's that- one thing. If y'all gonna slide into Black Audacity's DMs again or in. To his, please go to his. Um, but if you're gonna, slide, well, I don't know where this is going. If you're gonna slide into it, just know that th- that one, he's not gonna talk trash about a woman. Period. In that sense, now he might sing out these bitches. This bitch got me. That, but that could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he also sings Superwoman, so you can't really. Early in the- I'm meeting you. I was okay, about to meet you because no, no, but seriously, though. but no, that's a that's a real thing. Now you'll call a bitch a bitch in a New York minute. <laughs> listen, I'm only. You know what though? Let, let's just talk about. I've only had somebody for more like that. I've been serious about recently. Like that shit hasn't really happened. You've been knowing me for six years. Mm-hmm. It ain't really been a thing. Um, but even then, I'm not gonna go into intimate details about anything. That mm. shit is toxic. Mm. That is the height of toxicity. You cannot go and go tell your... I'm speaking for this for sure. I don't give a fuck what happened with y'all. There's mm. certain shit that you just don't tell. Because number one, mm. if you're going to be a vain motherfucker, number one is a reflection on you. You allowed this? Or you accepted this? So is that what you want people to see you as? Because when, a, when people tell me certain things about certain situations within their romantic relationships i stop and i stop blaming the other person for a while and i start thinking what are you doing what are you doing i'm gonna put it back on you because what are you allowing yourself to accept and the, that's a major component of toxicity too because that's what that's how it takes to the tangle that's what it started you know what we started off with saying is you have learning toxic behaviors or unlearning quote-unquote toxic behavior starts with you is uh, is identifying them within yourself and then uh, at that being applicable to <laughs> outside you know what's funny too i hate that i quote the simpsons and shit but homer simpson Why said is that a problem it, it takes two people to lie one person to tell it and one person to believe it <laughs> but I, and I, I get a lot of life advice from homer simpson i keep telling you simpsons is like john's a ninja turtle fan I'm a Simpsons fan, like Die Hard. I'm a Simpsons. It's like season nine. I my sti- mother would tell you like fucking Simpsons. I still watch it. Like I still yeah. watch recent episodes. A Disney. I only have Disney Plus yeah. for The Simpsons. I haven't yeah. watched shit else. And the Muppet Christmas Carol. Anyway. Oh, you were only child. Growing up, we had to get specific days for TVs, so they knew 
Because Simpsons used to be on Thursdays and it switched to Sunday. So Sunday was like, okay, John gets to watch the Simpsons. Because Monday was Monday Night Football for my brothers. Other days was this and that. But no. they knew Simpsons. John let John watch the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I got to watch Power Rangers, Simpsons, Ninja Turtles. Then, yeah. I had my own TV in my room. That's what I'm saying. You was Wait, only child. S- simply because my parents were tired of me in cartoons. Um, but my mama watched the Simpsons with me. She watched it more than I did. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Okay. My and I my will daddy say too, that. for that I will matter. say that. So that's cool. Yeah, they, they, are, they, we all watch the same show. So they watch the news. I'm watching the news too. It was shit yeah. like that. We got that with Martin and, and shit. Uh, oh, this, color. Off, this off topic, but yeah, like we it, got that with certain shit. Which yeah. would no, it stays on topic because a lot. Let's just go into that real quick because a lot of people are saying that like a lot of ways that we grew up um, in the '90s and 2000s is toxic now, and I'm not a parent. So I can't really speak on how parenting goes, mm-hmm. but I'm a child of two dysfunctional ass <laughs> people. Was a lot of shit that I saw toxic? Yeah. Interpersonal relationships, I think, were toxic. Yeah, it, it very yeah. much so. I saw behaviors, but and and learned behaviors. Mm-hmm. Also, this is where my bad mouth comes from. If you ever been around me for more than twenty minutes, I have a terrible Man, you mouth. You cuss like a sailor at recess. I do. But my mom and daddy cussed like that, especially my daddy. That's what I was around. That's why I dropped motherfucking like it's nothing. Like, because to me, it's not because that's how I was raised. Does that become toxic in the workplace? Very much so. But oh, fucking well. The only thing that came was toxic to me as a child was seeing things for 10 years and then for the next 10 years saying all that shit was wrong. Yeah. But it's like. This is what all the fuck I've seen. How am I not supposed to do this? Are, this is what I've learned for 10 years. Are you send me to a toxic behavior re- regression? Send me to a school, a Christian school. But then come a, home and it's, and like, it's like, fuck these niggas. It's like, nigga, paradise when you come back home. You don't know what the fuck you're going to come home to from your day of Christian schooling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your daddy's in law enforcement but you know all the fucking criminals. So it makes it makes it for a very interesting dynamic. However, I don't take a lot of that stuff. A lot of people don't take responsibility. Mm-hmm. That becomes toxic behaviors within themselves. And then they, they shoot out everything as toxic. And then mm-hmm. that's kind of what happens. And a lot of times is, I've mentioned this before. And I'm going to keep mentioning it as well. Is that everything your parents did for you, but you made it. Mm. At some point, you gotta let that shit go. You have to let it go. You really do. My mom and daddy were not perfect. My grandmothers, because I put them in who raised me. My aunties, they raised, helped raise me too. Mm -hmm. It takes a village. It really does. It literally took a village. I feel like I have five mothers. Yeah, I had. I have more aunties than five, just case. But I live in they live out of town so in town is my mother and her four sisters i had six aunties six aunties within a stone's throw i stayed at each and every mm-hmm. last one in their house depending on the depending on the season and the situation did did that better your childhood because yeah. to me i think that and i think that's, why and that's I a up. lot of toxic behavior with them so <laughs> not even on the toxic shit i think that exposed me to a lot because I was living like in the hood, right? Mm. But on the weekend, I got to go to North of Shaw. North, uh, I'm sorry, uh, North of like uh, on their Cedar and Knees in the good area. So, and mine was the exact opposite. I'm exposed (laughs) to to good shit, but then Monday through Friday, 
I'm on the west side. But then I get to go to Clovis on the weekend. And so if my aunt going out of town with my cousin, I get to go. And, and not even knowing motherfuckers I'm living with, don't leave this one mile radius. Listen, you know what I'm saying? It's the exact the flip side. So I was exposed to a lot of shit in a good way. But go ahead. Going to school with white kids, you're on first in Dakota all the time. You see the same shit every time. You live over here by Central. We're away from everything. There's really not at that time, especially there was nothing out here. And then on the weekends, we go to Grandma's house. We've been go, we're going on Myers. We're going, you know, going to go be or be. Uh, my my other auntie lived three houses down so she don't mm-hmm. even count but we be with her we're going on the other side of town i got to go be black on the weekends yeah see i, I was like the depart i was like leonardo dicaprio's the character depart- on the departed like I, the weekends were my chance to be I, black and be that's how i got introduced into like really really felt about black culture that's how oh, I got that's you. how i found and, about strider and all that and other again, shit. oh yeah i'm down the street from there yeah. and, and, and i'm the complete opposite because i think that's why i'm such a nerd now because i was so i didn't know what escapism was as i was doing it mm-hmm. so me living where i'm living it's like literally we had drive-by protocols mm-hmm. we knew what the fuck to do but going hanging out with my cousins i'm like I don't know shit about wrestling, but they got TNT. I don't got cable. So now I'm a... I didn't know I was a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was an anime fan, but they got Toonami shit. I didn't know I was a fucking this fan. So that's why I'm such a nerd now. Because coming back home, that was like, oh, on the weekend, we get to go. Like, that was my shit. Because real life was just fucking, you know. Yeah. It, it was great. But... It was you know. good, but it it all had its rough times. And again, yeah. going up, and I'm I'm sure this was with you too. Going over to your auntie's house wasn't always fun. It wasn't, but again, but you still you I still, love them experiences. The memories and the experiences yeah, yeah. make it. That's what you have to take. This is uh, this is for me. If you want to keep blaming shit, because continuously blaming is yeah, toxic behavior. I don't, you even yeah. if and I want to make this very clear, even if you're continuously blaming yourself. If you're Ooh. sometimes you have to just let shit be. It's this meme going around that says uh my adult self can forgive my father but my child self never could. Your child self is the one that needed most. How often do I say adult John 30 plus year old John does everything he can to mend this broken heart of young john and and i don't really see the problem in that and how often do i tell you because people feel with an absentee father has some kind of resentment i did in my 20s but after being an adult male and we spoke about this uh, last weekend at the fight party after being an adult male and see how life really is i don't have any negative thing to say about my father especially in the 90s and 80s i can only imagine how life was for him my uh my only the only thing i lament is we don't have open lines of communication but other than that i'm like bro i get it i like i'm you we're the same person so like in a lot of what we have the same fucking name you know we're, which is funny because i'd say that about me and my dad yeah, we're, we're the, the same, same person we're the same fucking person I'm a so, girl. <laughs> so so that's that we're two sides of the same coin so that's why i'm like get, get, you got to accept I, that shit and let it this is forgiveness this forgiveness is, this is the best way sometimes you, the person who caused you the most trauma is your soul twin. I believe that. You were then without the trauma. I believe that. I am a firm believer that in the case of my dad. You're your father in a better if predicament. You, if you've ever listened, if you know who I am, you know who my dad was. You know what he was like. He was my biggest influence 
and the nigga I argue with the most. I went toe to toe with him all the time because he was so intimidating and he was scary. Mm-hmm. Well, his little short ass daughter, because I'm shrinking, his little short ass daughter wasn't with it. I was him without the trauma. I was crazier mm-hmm. than him. I just was am, and that made that made the difference. It wasn't until I became in my twenties when I grew up. Mm-hmm. So little kid sin was sitting there and you know still crying because it was so much hurt and so much pain but 30 year old sin had to look back Mm. at 30 year old larry at all Mm -hmm. the shit that he had been through he was born in he was born in 51 he moved 12 times before he turned 17 that (laughs) that nigga i have because when you're talking about oh man hold on hold on when you're talking about healing your inner child and you're talking about the abuses that your parents went through, you got to understand that they never got to heal their inner child. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them never did. They never will. That child is dead. Mm-hmm. That child is dead. They never got a chance to grow up and actually be a kid. So they take out a lot of frustration. Is it mm-hmm. right? No. But it's not you always. To- but you continuing to harp on it is the yeah. toxicity that ends up creating those quote-unquote generational curses that y'all keep talking about and everybody yeah see because y'all keep talking about money you think having money in the house is breaking the curse but no you got to fucking go into the foundation and and heal that shit and even if even with the money in the house but if you're still great don't get me wrong yeah no what i'm saying is is that a lot of people i was talking about even with because i'm not going to do this because that's breaking generational curses what do you the the curse is not understanding Mm. I think that's ultimately the curse because yeah. I'm not going to sit there and say that the way that my grandmother, well, my maternal grandmother raised my mom was toxic. No, I'm going to say it was survival. Had to survive. I told you before. Uh, and I just want my kids um, to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. But was that a survival? My mama raised me to live. She learned from that. So the curse is already broken. At me because she understood what her mama had to go through. It's she understanding. Go through, yeah. It's not. It's you're not going to be like, oh, it ends here. No, because you could be. Listen, you could have be the nicest, most sweetest mom. You could be understanding. I want to talk to you. I want to know how you're feeling. And your kid can still end up motherfucking crazy. Yeah. Because you don't have any control over that. You just have to understand. I, like I said about uh. My father in particular, I say all the time, he was uh, my greatest teacher. Uh, uh, as far as how we feel about childhood, I think it should prepare you for life. I feel in adulthood, I was very much prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go through everything I had to go through. To this day, shit don't bother me and it fucks with people. That shit doesn't really... Oh, you just act, you're so apathetic. It ain't that. It's just every, everything... Everything doesn't need a response. Everything don't need a response. And all the shit that I was afraid happening to me happened to me before I was 18. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like I had I had, I had, had nothing else to fear. And like you said, I remember being I was real sensitive, really emotional as a child. Um, no, I, no, no, I was going to say, no, I'm saying I, I really was, was too. And, uh, Hell, and I still am. Even, uh, even with um, issues uh, with my father, that was like, again, that... We talked about heartache. That was like my first heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Uh, being a being a being a child and wanting your parent around that's not around for whatever reason. It's 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 
it'll do something to you. Mm -hmm. So it could either turn you cold. To me, it didn't really turn me cold. Or no, it did, but I was able to identify it and rectify it. It's because you had an understanding. I had an understanding, but... But at the time when it happened, I was on that path to being a, a, a motherfucker. But I had to understand, listen, you shed all them. I used to cry. I honestly used to cry as a child because uh, my father wasn't around. Um, only because he'd write me letters and shit. And we're talking like, oh, da 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 da. But things happen. That's why I mean, being a, being a black male in the 90s is so much different than being a black male in the aughts. And now, even looking at my nephews now, I'm like, you motherfuckers. I'm happy. I'm happy they get to be these kids. Because I'm mm -hmm. like, I couldn't be you when I was young. And, and, and conversely, uh, my father couldn't be like me when he was younger. Because exactly. he grew... He, matter of fact, he was born 63. He was born you know, the day Kennedy got shot. That's why I'm named John. But anyway, um, I get what you're saying. So, and then when he was around... Life lessons, you know what I'm saying? He yep. wasn't absentee. It's just the system got a hold of him. Listen, you know what I mean? There's so many aspects that happen, and that happen in life in general. Some of us, you know, some of his decisions, some of his guardian angels, some of it's just luck. It all depends on what your philosophy on life is. And I just feel that one of the most toxic behaviors within our society, within our generation, is a lack of understanding. Mm -hmm. Everybody says they understand, but nobody really gets to the point of it. They understand Surface, to the point of making a point, and yeah, then that's it. Nobody, everybody's hearing, nobody listening. Nobody listening. They're waiting for the uh, turn to speak. The point I'm thinking about that is uh, uh, um, um, all going 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 through um all of that fuck i forgot the point of oh no 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 no. <laughs> no no going through the point of all of that is um growing up i could have used that as an excuse in relationships and friendships oh why don't you do my father wasn't around da, 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 da. But that only, what that's not, once you know what it is, it's not an excuse no more. I was more. just about to say that. So that's what I'm saying. So once I identified it, I had to take the necessary steps to rectify it. So I, I, you I'm, broke your own toxicity. I'm still a little reserved and shut off as far as emotionally, but that's only because I don't, I don't need everybody to know me like that. I don't need, and then I don't need to know everybody like that. And I happen to be a fucking receptacle for everybody's shit. I don't know why people feel like Because you so don't say shit. Oh, okay. That could be it. That's why. I mean, if you really want to know. You know. People tell me so much shit. And I'm like. And, and it, can, really, it can uh, wane on me. But then I'm like, listen. If you want to be this person's friends, this is what they need from you. Because they're there for you for things. It's just. Sometimes people can't be there for you in the same way you are for them, oh, but they man. will. But they will offer you things that they can. One last thing, and you got to understand. Or not one last thing. One thing. One other thing to bring up is about toxic behavior. You have going back to understanding. I feel like you're toxic if you know that this is all a person has to get, and you're mm. still expecting more. And that's toxicity within yourself. That's toxicity within yourself. Okay. If you're saying this goes for any type of relationship and interpersonal relationship within your life, if you see, I, I, I'll give you an example. I had a friend who, while I was going through all the shit that I was going through for these last few years, kept unloading on me. Mm. Never asked, you know, never, never that's asked, too. That's important never too. asked, like, are can you? You know, I do have a few friends that will say that said, "Hey, are you able to receive this at the moment?" Go ahead. What's up? One of those people be like, "All right, I'll just." What start. friends are one of them? 
Yeah, I I just said I'm one of those people too. Oh, like I, they said I want to know I, these people. No, I just, <laughs> calm down. No, I'm okay. one of those people. Cause I, usually I don't though, because I stopped talking to him after five o'clock once we started this business venture. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have. Well, I don't really have nothing to say after. Six, I really so. don't. I just get tired of him. Um, Mother, listen, I will I release the thread. Anyways, um. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and pop lock out of there. <laughs> I forget um, it ain't no care. <laughs> <laughs> but, one, but one of my friends, they just kept unloading on me, unloading on me. And in the last couple of uh, months, even uh, even as my daddy was dying. It got too much? It became, I'm going to talk. Well, let me tell you about what's happened to me. Did you say anything about it, though? No. And this, this, is, this is my point. I kept letting it. What I brought back about the the previous friendships and shit about, you know, well, they did this for me, so I'll accept this at this time. But I'm dealing with my own trauma. Then I had to fucking tell them. Takers and talkers. And and what I learned that I grew from, because I'm a blow up. Mm -hmm. I blow up. I I don't, I'm not going to address it right away. I'm not going to address it right, whatever, whatever, whatever. But eventually you're going to say the wrong thing. Is this toxic? that's very toxic okay. and this is a lot what of, happened this is a lot of healing of my inner child no this is not what happened this was me evaluating myself well you never told them that exactly you never told them i can't deal with this right now so now I go it's that. time to go ahead and just tell them look i can't deal with it i and i lost that friend do you preface it by saying listen i know i've never said this to you Cause sometimes I gotta be like that. I I I, 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 I haven't brought this up, but you listen. know you know how I am with words when when I'm writing it out. So okay. it was like that. Cause it, sometimes that's important. It sometimes was like you gotta acknowledge the fact that you never brought it and up. And that's exactly what I did. I had to let them know, like, look. And then I had this. I said, I this, I will never forget this. I apologize for never for <laughs> allowing for, this. For letting you believe that I was strong enough to take on your stuff too, mm. and it was a sincere apology. That's, that's no, some shit. that's no sarcasm that's or anything else. Because you're coming to me because you don't have nobody else to go to. But I apologize because you thought that I could handle this. I cannot. How? Uh, how? And I may not ever said it to you, but I will. Listen, I may have misrepresented myself. How often do I say it? Because listen, I may have misrepresented. You have said it to me. Uh, you, said, you said it to me last week. Oh, because <laughs> maybe I may have misrepresented myself. If you think that's the shit you go say to me, but no, seriously though. Uh, but you got to acknowledge that though. You got to acknowledge that. It, We're like, you know what? I really think this was just a therapy session because let me tell y'all something. The toxic behavior between business partners is real. <laughs> He gonna come up missing. I don't have no toxic feelings towards you. I, I don't have any toxic feelings towards you either. But you start rubbing your hand like bird, man. It's a giveaway tale. Can y'all hear it? Every time I do that, it's some shit. And you can tell it's, it's, a, it's a giveaway. Okay, okay. Because we had a conversation about sponsorships. And... We've been beefing ever since. It's really going to be. Really? Yeah. Okay, now we're being toxic because I had no idea we were That's because you're toxic because you don't be paying attention to shit. I'm, no, it's not that I don't pay attention. It's just I don't no, care. Yeah, see. Like that, as far as it to make me mad. Listen. I receive information. Listen. Monotone. Listen. I don't have. I don't. All I know is I'm going to hit you with an energy. Okay. 
that's all there is. No, I, that's just a joke. Nah. To kind of flatline it. I'm going to beat his ass up, but it's like for a, it's a for wealth So, of no, things. no, seriously, seriously, seriously. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this question. Cause that, what, Donnie? <laughs> could that be a He's, form of toxicity? Because people want me to be more upset or react to things no, that I just can't simply you, you, be upset or react towards. And you, that's only because if you don't have understanding the of shit. ability to... If you don't have the ability to, that makes perfect sense. But it's a lot of times, and I'm not just talking about you, but it's just people in general who make the decision, I'm not going to let myself get angry. That's toxic as hell. Oh, I, I feel you there. You need okay. to get, a lot of times, you ha- I'm a... Okay, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm a big proponent. When I need to get mad, I will You get need mad. to get mad. You need to get toxic. Just like sometimes when you're at the doctor or whatever, you know, be like, I want to whisper. Sometimes you got to get loud. Hey, motherfucker. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> Check my chart again, it, nigga. <laughs> if that, but if that's what it comes to, Okay, but that because that comes back into that toxic positivity, Mm. and just really quick because we're gonna wrap this up because you gotta get the hell out of my house. True, Um, toxic positivity. (laughs) I got other plans. Toxic positivity. This a bitch. Um, is always being like, oh, it doesn't bother me. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm I'm good. I'm good. You're dying on the inside. You don't have to cuss people out. That doesn't have to be your thing. Pretending to be anything is toxic. Mm. Pretending to be anything is toxic. You have to understand. Let's not make believe about this Don't try to make something happen. Eureka's Castle. Oh, I love that show. Eureka's Castle. Um... (laughs) Fucking nerd. Yeah. Go. Yeah. That was With them bad. glasses. Looking Look, like baddie. Come on. I'm sorry. I was tired of having Forrest Whitaker eye. My contacts had to take a break. Okay. Um, I thought that was a. That's a real thing. You look like Forrest Whitaker. I thought that was like a, a. You do not look like Forrest Whitaker. I get that all the time. You in high school they call me Ghost Dog. Yeah, that's because you had braids. And I wore a black hoodie all the time. Yeah. I was that weird kid with the black hoodie You're when it was the high. weird kid now with the <laughs> beanie on. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, but pretending. <laughs> what else I got? <laughs> pretending to be, pretending to be someone that you're not. That's true. It's toxic. It's toxic, and we all go through it. Like what? Well, like we were just talking about in high school. Now the reason why a lot of blurs are becoming popular now because we, we know were, who the fuck we are. <laughs> we didn't have a choice. We know who the fuck we are. And then some. I know who I'm in. And some people though, and I'm guilty of this too. Some people hit that shit. I didn't hide mine very well, but I um, I attempted to because I wanted to be like, uh, you know, I don't know what I wanted to be back yeah. then. But I didn't want to be the nerdy girl with the glasses who was always I reading a you. book. I didn't want to be that. I want, well, because, you, you know, you come into your, your age of sexuality and you mm-hmm. want to be like, I want to be that girl. Yeah. It didn't last very long, and I got more dick being a nerd. So there goes that. I was gonna say I really didn't hide it well. It's just circumstantial shit. So what was funny? Like it's so funny how people be like they call me a real life nigga nerd as your father uh, edified. Uh, but it was funny. I, we was in the motherfucking hood. They like, oh John, but they knew I was just chilling. So. Motherfuckers left me alone. You don't get into no shit. They're like he, but if that's, we had to get down, we had to get down. That's the difference because that's my situation. Oh, that's what, what, maybe we'll do a part Half two. Half my family gang members, like it was some shit, but they knew. Hey, 
don't fuck don't fuck with my cousin don't fuck with my brother like that, we might you know what fuck it we're gonna do a part two we'll do a part two on this okay. because we're obviously not done yet because i was gonna say it's the exact opposite when you're a female uh-huh. you could be minding your own <laughs> fucking business reading the book not even talking to nobody i'm reading from the bus stop I, I should read on the bus all was, the time. That was the best feeling in the yeah. world. I had an hour. Because you knew what time you had to get off. I got 30. Okay. I got a, yeah. I had an hour and 10 minute bus ride every day, mm. Monday through Friday. And then had the nerve to want to take the bus to go to the mall on the weekends. I, was, it, 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 I love the bus because it's funny to see how the city changes. Because I'm going from a good side of town to the bad side. <laughs> I used to love that shit. I hated that. Now, I didn't love it, but it was just, it was, it was. It I was cathartic, but like if it was weather like this, nah, I'm mad as hell. Uh, like, why can't I go to school down the street? Before we wrap it up, though, I was gonna say, okay. make your point. I'm gonna make mine, nigga. Your toxic interrupting is that within gender, I think it's not accepted That's so true. well, and That's between true. genders, there's a lot of toxic energy. But within gender, we do shit that to be more accepted within that gender but we have this new generation that's blurring the lines on everything so it's part part two can focus more on the female aspect yeah because it's rough out here (laughs) okay no i agree with you that's that's what i told you earlier it's funny because women mature faster than men but i feel i feel we made that point once women get to 30 these motherfuckers is out of control. And I think, and this and I think that's societal. This I think the, it's societal. This is the con- yeah. This was the conversation that we have because we do talk about this shit with, before we ever get onto the mic sometimes. Um, <laughs> but that perception that women uh, mature faster than men, I think physically and in certain mental aspects they do. Yeah. But how do we really fucking know? What happens is, is physically yeah. we mature faster because we Y'all have something. Get titties and gotta act like a exactly lady. because it's obvious that mm-hmm. that it's an obvious maturity oh again you got so titties she bleeding it so it's oh now you have to learn how to be a lady a nigga's nuts drop and all of a sudden he he don't have to do shit he gets to remain the same that's mm-hmm. some toxic ass shit that i, I want to get into because i'm angry we'll about do that it. in part two we'll uh, do it in part two but the, the, in summation the point i was trying to make is, is, is as far as being because you said if you're not happy with yourself you're going to remain toxic mm-hmm. so with being your own best friend you would notice how magnetic that is mm-hmm. and even now me in my 30s people see me doing all kind of shit and they're like oh who was you who was you oh I was by myself now everybody was hang out with me why because I'm having fun by my motherfucking self and people don't know that's a thing and it's not trying to be counterculture it's not trying to be cool it's not trying to be mysterious it's not trying to be anything else just enjoy your own company and i and i promise you well i can't promise you but i because no, you might be terrible no i would implore you, you might need to work on yourself though but one but once you do that's what i mean that's why you need to spend time with yourself because you may be terrible that's why people are so uh, uh, uh afraid too that's why people don't want to spend time with themselves because they know they're a piece of shit like they know and i'm not saying that to be mean but you know because i was like that i was this motherfucking in my, that's why I said my 20s was so fun. I was running from everything that needed to catch me. Ooh. I was running from everything. I, that's why I was getting in trouble, going to jail, getting to fights, drinking. Motherfucker, it was the moment when I crashed my car, leaving the strip club, when I realized, nigga, what, what is you afraid of? What feelings really going to hurt you? Nigga, you didn't been jumped, went to jail, but you afraid of feelings? You afraid to feel? And then once, once I went to jail, like nigga, 
just stop. Just stop. And so that's where we at. It took me a couple more years. I'm still not okay with that. <laughs> if you listen to the past episodes, I, I thought I was in love. Being, being drunk, crashing your car will motherfucking wake your ass listen, up. Listen. That was my, uh, that was my, that was, me going to jail was not my, my, going to jail was my stopping point. Like, I'm going to stop. Fucking that was the first time I went to jail, which was funny. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't, that wasn't my stopping point. You know, what actually stopped me was death. The death of my auntie. Ooh. And she died young. That's what stopped me. That was my car crash. Um, she died at 41. Um, yes, yeah. Had just turned 41. And that changed my whole perspective. But then, And then it changed again two years later when my grandma died. Um, that's when I became uh, what you know now, actually. Um, and then once Pops passed away, it was a whole new beginning as well. Because leading up to that, I was crying for because I got all my tattoos like in a year. Like I didn't even know that was a sign of fucking crying. I didn't even know. Yeah, like, I didn't even know. It's just not. And no, I said nothing after. Oh, you know people get tattoos. Have you motherfuckers? Then why you didn't? I didn't. I didn't know. Again, I didn't. a lot of toxicity. Again, is understanding, understanding, paying attention, exactly getting into the perspective of things. Um, so, but in in summation. As much as we want to just use toxic behavior as an excuse, toxic behavior is usually just unhealed, <laughs> unhealed moments in time. Don't it's, get me wrong. There's, but even if uh, you know what, I take that back because we say, oh, there's some people who just want to be fucking miserable. You know what? Because it's comfortable for them because that's what they're so comfort. used to, and that's. Uh, Can I just one more soliloquy? One more example? Sure. Because it was something I watched, and she's a uh, Sarah Levinstein. I was watching a, te- a TED talk because she was saying how had this dude. <laughs> I am a nerd, but she was saying how had this dude had walked by this uh, building falling in glass. He remember glass falling, but that was it. So years go by, years go by, and he had headaches. He went to the doctor, and the doctor asked, "When did it happen?" And he said, "When it would happen." And he says, "You have a bullet in your head." He didn't know he had a bullet in his head. And she is she uh, likened this to toxicity. Sometimes we walk around with bullets in our head and don't even know. And this is a real thing. You can have head injuries and not know, and you don't do nothing about it till it's too late. Or not till it's too late, but till it starts to affect you because he had migraines and shit. So how this works with toxicity, you could be dealing with shit and not knowing that it's toxic until you can't sleep. You up at night. You losing weight. You gaining weight. You doing all kind of shit without, like, you got to remove this bullet. Toxicity is the bullet. It's lodged in your fucking head. That was me last year. Remove it. And that's my last point. I'm out. This your boy Jay Hollis. Shimmy jump out this bitch. He need to be out of here. But uh, just bringing it back around. That was me last year. Not Mm -hmm. dealing with trauma. Just Mm. keep on moving. Keep on pushing. It ain't gonna go nowhere. And it doesn't go anywhere. It sits there and it manifests into something else. And the next thing you know, you drunk on your couch and don't know what day it is. It's not worth it. Superwoman. So... Okay, I'm out. Peace out. Okay, so wrap to wrap it up, up. we got we we did. We're gonna it. do a part two. We're gonna do a part two on this one. Um, probably I don't know. Whenever. Do it next time. Sure. Can you stop bouncing? What are you listening to? <laughs> There's no music playing. Oh, we're acting like radio. Okay, so to wrap it up, make sure to check us out on Instagram, IG, Black Audacity Podcast. Come and join our Facebook group, Black Audacity. Like our Facebook page, Black Audacity Podcast, kind of one in the same. So go ahead and click on both of them, yeah, though, just to make yeah. us 
make us a little rancher um and go ahead and follow us individually i am the sin banks on instagram and that is jhollow559 also on instagram um and if you want to email us with topics questions or concerns with concerns we're not going to respond to but anything else go ahead blackout podcast at gmail.com we'll see you next week peace out bye